Zion Williamson signs his extension and what's next for the Pelicans. Stay tuned. What's up, Pelicans fans? I am here to talk about what happened today uh, at the Zion Williamson extension ceremony and what the next plans are for the team. To start it off, Zion is hosting a basketball summer camp for kids at the Dryads YMCA. He's been there pretty much every single day that this is happening, and you've seen viral videos of him dunking on kids and uh, blocking their shots and trash talking. And It's all been great fun, and him and his family decided – that they're going to do the extension signing at the YMCA on his birthday. And I think that's a really cool thing because he's become a tangible part of this community and he's been giving back, uh, reaching out to the youth and to be able to do this monumentous thing um, in like the heart of New Orleans around the kids is, in my opinion, a very good sign for how Zion feels about the city and how Zion feels about the team and the culture uh, that everyone has built. So that was really cool. Um, there was a ton of kids at, at the ceremony, of course. When I first got there, uh, Zion's stepdad, Lee Anderson, was talking to the kids just about, um, you know, like opportunities in life, not to um, not to get discouraged when things don't go your way and just giving them like a motivational speech. They had uh, Pacers and Trailblazers legend Dale Davis, one time uh, All Star. Uh, he also did a little question and answer session with the kids, uh, which was exciting to see. The kids uh, absolutely loved that. And then after those things, it slowly progressed uh, into where they had the press conference set up. Everyone sort of took their seats and they announced like Zion was coming to sign his. Uh, his deal and and they they did that they sat him down with his family his mom his stepdad uh, his stepbrother and and the kids were behind him and uh it was really cool to watch that because he as soon as he saw the papers like the, from the whole moment i'm sure you've seen the videos that are circulating the internet at this point but he was all smiles uh just very excited couldn't contain himself and and people talk about like you know maybe zion uh holds in close to the vest but like in this situation, like the emotions were very, very clear in in how happy he was for this day and how much it meant to him and his family that they were able to do this and, and get it done. And to be, be able to sign a $231, $232 million deal um, on his birthday is going to make anyone's day, that's for sure. They progressed into the, the press conference in which Trajan Langdon, David Griffin, Zion and Willie Green were were on the podium. Uh, they the leadership all took a moment to say their uh, thoughts, um, you know, on Zion and how hard he's worked and what this commitment means to the team and the franchise. And then they seated the floor to Zion, who who spent a little moment talking about uh, how much it means to him that he's able to do this in front of the kids and um, you know be a part of the city. And he talked about how the Pelicans. Um, have supported him and embraced him throughout the way. And it's been a roller coaster uh, of a last year. And, and he's glad that, you know, on this birthday, he's able to accomplish this and sort of open it up to questions. And I'm sure, you know, you all saw the press conference, so I don't want to do a full recap on, on the press conference, but one of the most noteworthy outcomes from the press conference was David Griffin revealing 
that Zion Williamson does not have a player option in his contract, which is which is huge. Uh, it, it's something that if you've been following the show, if you've been following my videos, my tweets, uh, I've argued that the single most important thing in getting the Zion Williamson deal done is securing five years of Zion and no player option. And if that means you have to seed ground on injury protections, you do it. Because at the end of the day, you're not going to wave a talent like Zion Williamson, and you're certainly not in the business of trying to create cap space uh, when you have a max level player. So it, what I mean by that is you're not trying to make his contract guaranteed than less than the max. Uh, so you're trying to pinch pennies around the corner. That's not the objective of signing Zion Williamson. You're happy to pay him as long as he's on the court. And if he's not on the court, the chances that you're just going to let him go uh, for nothing so you can save money are very unlikely. You're going to try to make things work. And, and I anticipate that more details will come out in terms of what those protections look like. Uh, I anticipate there being an exhibit three on his foot, basically protecting the Pelicans from worst case scenario. I wouldn't be surprised if there isn't too much else, but the way Sham Sharania was reporting, it seemed like maybe there were a couple of other benchmarks for him to meet. Uh, we'll see Bobby Marks or someone else should have that contract pretty soon as soon as it hits the league system and, and those details come out. And um, But the important thing is, Five full years, no player option, just like Brandon Ingram that carries the Pelicans actually past the new CBA when the cap jump is projected to come. And uh, it, it could be a very, very cool opportunity uh, three years down the line when, when when this cap jump happens and Zion's locked into a max for this previous cap and the cap is significantly higher. We We saw what happened when Golden State had Steph Curry locked into a much lower contract um, and and all of their key players locked into much lower contracts and the cap jumped and all of a sudden they had an enormous amount of caps room for Kevin Durant. Um, I don't know what kind of free agents and other players will be available at that time or what the league will even look like, but maybe there's a window of opportunity that happens uh, when we approach that benchmark. Um, two other important bookkeeping notes as uh, as we look at the Pelicans offseason. One, uh, the big elephant in the room here is the Kevin Durant situation. I know there's a lot of emotions behind this. Um, one thing people have to understand is the Pelicans would love to have Kevin Durant on the team if it's possible, right? I, I think any team would. And when you have a unique opportunity to pursue such a player – all teams do what they can to figure out where they stand in that. The Pelicans are not an exception to that rule, so there's no reason to get upset if they're pursuing their options there. However, it seems like at this moment, Brooklyn just wants to sort of hold on to Kevin uh, and their asks are unreasonable. So I think it's unlikely the Pelicans or any team at this moment progress in these negotiations we've already we've, mark stein reported today that brandon ingram and scotty barnes are blue chippers that brooklyn are looking for implying that those two players have not been put on the table i, I did the show earlier with justin last week when i said we can't put brandon on the table given what he means to the team and uh to the franchise and, and the culture that they've set he's been the fabric of of what they've been trying to build uh, and it seems the Pelicans obviously clearly feel that way as well. And especially if Brooklyn is being difficult and not really 
advertising the fact that like, hey, we're we'll do a deal if if the right one's there. If they're just projecting this idea that they're going to keep uh, Kevin and um, and try to run it back, there's no reason to even have the possibility of like a leak coming out that you did put Brandon Ingram on the table. Um, and there's no reason to even discuss that with them in the sense that like, Hey, like we're, we're willing to do this. So I think the Toronto Raptors and the new Orleans Pelicans are taking the right approach, keeping their blue chip prospects out of it. That does not mean that they uh, have not tried other avenues of trying to make this trade happen. It just seems like the asking price is a little bit ridiculous at the moment. And, and to be fair, Brooklyn has the right to ask for that, right? When the Pelicans had Anthony Davis, they had every right to have a ridiculous asking price. When the Pelicans traded Drew Holiday, they had every right. Um, so as we've seen the market play out with DeJounte Murray and Rudy Gobert, Brooklyn has the right to have a ridiculous trade demand. And the Pelicans don't have a sense of urgency to get that deal done. They're not going to chase it. Uh, they are pretty confident with what they have. And we saw David Griffin and Trajan Langdon uh, mention words like sustainability and and being confident in the group of players they have and hoping to layer in draft picks in the future in a way that uh, that makes the team better. So to me, this is going to be something that drags out. And I suspect Brooklyn will just keep him for as long as they can until Kevin Durant is willing to make things ugly. I think you have to kind of call that bluff and figure out if you want, if you if you think that Kevin's going to pull a Ben Simmons and just sit out or pull a James Harden and, and muck things up. Uh, he's not been that type of person in his career before, especially when he's on the court. He tends to give it his all. So uh, it's fair of them to try to try to make something work. But uh, I think that's where where the things stand. I think the Pelicans are pretty happy with with what they have going on. Obviously, if an opportunity comes along, if you can get Kevin with picks and stuff, the, the Pelicans would pursue that. I can tell you that they would pursue that. But they're not going to include key players at this moment uh, because there's no reason to. Um, final piece of bookkeeping here is that the Pelicans have a trade exception from the Steven Adams trade. There's a portion of it left over. They used it to acquire Larry Nance in the CJ trade. They absorbed his salary and there's still about six something million under $7 million left in that trade exception that expires tomorrow, July 7th. And it seems unlikely at this point that that's going to be utilized and it's okay. You know, a lot of teams, um, don't end up having opportunity to use trade exceptions, uh, and the Pelicans did. They ended up using a part of this one. And and it, unless something happens within the next 15 hours where a trade um, where trade talks really heat up, I, it's, it's really unlikely that this is going to be used in any kind of meaningful way. Um, something to still to keep an eye on. Dyson Daniels hasn't been signed yet. EJ Liddell is not signed yet. Um, curious. Could be related to the Kevin Durant stuff. Um, unclear totally why, why that's happening. I would, but I don't think it's going to be too long before those deals are signed. Um, if I'm their agents, I'm looking to get those pens on the paper before I'm in, uh, and playing a single game at summer league. They depart tomorrow, uh, for this, or actually they may have departed today. I'm not sure. Um, I think they depart tomorrow either way before they play a single game. If I'm their agent, I'm looking to get that signed. If you're going to end up trading those players later, they can wait the, the 30 days that um, it, it needs to be to be eligible. So that's that's uh, something there. And I don't think uh, I'm not sure when the Pelicans will resume, quote unquote, resume their offseason. Um, it seems to me that Kevin Durant is holding up more than the Pelicans. He's holding up 
pretty much the whole league. So if the Pelicans are looking for consolidation trades, they are they might have to wait a little bit. And maybe it's a situation arises where you're in a Kevin Durant deal, but it's helping facilitate it for someone else. And that's where you're doing a consolidation. So, you know, if maybe if, if uh, Brooklyn doesn't want Mikael Bridges, you can make that salary work pretty easily with Jackson Hayes and Devontae Grant, right? Um, we've talked about Bam on Twitter a little bit. I think that was the most unlikely scenario, but just putting out their situations where if cap reasons or if Brooklyn doesn't want these, it, it might be possible to jump in there. We saw with the James Harden deal, uh, Houston rerouted Karis Levert and Jarrett Allen. They did not want those players. And so they took all the picks. They took all the assets. They did not want those players. And and so that's where Houston opted to do. And those third teams like the Cavs, Cavs, uh, they took on Jared Allen. And he's been fantastic for them, right? Um, the Pelicans are probably going to wait out to see what kind of moves materialize. And Durant's going to hold up a lot of what's going on. So these are the major events. I think the biggest takeaway that anyone should have here is Zion is locked in. He is here for the next six years, or at least the Pelicans control that contract for the next six years. There's no player option, and this is cause for massive celebration. This is pretty huge in terms of precedent that you're able to lock up two all-star level players without player options. Agents around the league are... Um, probably not happy that this is going on because they want their clients to get player options and teams around the league are looking at New Orleans and the things that are going on there. Be like, hey, maybe we can use this in our negotiations moving forward. But I don't know if how successful they will be. I do know that if New Orleans is in another position to max out a player coming off a rookie contract, maybe Dyson Daniels pops off, right? Maybe um, maybe her, Trey, Trey Murphy is going to be a max level player. I, we don't know uh, that kind of future, right? In those events, they can now point to Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram and to ask that player, are you better than these players? Because if you're not, can't get a player option. And, and that's going to be a very valuable negotiating point in the future. So there you have it, folks. Zion Williamson officially signed. Very cool moment. Very cool day. Happy birthday to Zion. And um, shout out DraftKings and shout out Royal Honda for, for making this happen.